If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And you've already had a very productive morning. Yeah, which is rare for me. Usually these days I roll out of bed, skim this newsletter, go to Starbucks with my dog, and then like barely make it back in time for you to get here. That's my general, Your general Friday, Friday morning routine. But today, Brian took off work and we went to an estate sale and bought lots of haunted items from an old lady's estate in San Marino. And to be honest, I'm frightened to be in this house right now with all the haunted shit that you got. Are you scared of my little monkey? Uh, yeah, the monkey's probably the scariest thing. Um, the dog picture, I'm a little less frightened of it. But yeah, it's the monkey. The monkey in conjunction with the Annabelle memorabilia you already have, I feel like is a bad combination. I mean, I'm goth. I can't help that I'm goth. That's true. I like this is my house of horrors. And I bought that monkey for my cabinet of curiosities. I'm so superstitious. I don't even like people playing like Ouija board in my Are you kidding? proximity. No way. I, really? I, no, there, there's a Ouija board um, at UCB like in the... I don't know if they still have the board games sitting there in the cafe. Yeah, I think they, but they do. Use, and I, someone, people play it sometimes, and it, it does freak me out. I, I've never Why? done it. I never want to. I don't know. I don't like it. You're afraid of a Ouija board. I am. But you host a podcast about goop, and we always talk about like crystals and stuff. It's, Ouija board seems dark, darker to me. Crystals seem like just sort of energy. Ouija board seems like it could go wrong. What about like the medical medium or that little boy that talks to oh, I've never, celebrities I've never been to a psychic ancestors. and I never will but are you afraid when you read about them no reading about them is fine I just don't want to like I don't I also my anxiety manifests itself in not wanting to know the future so like going to a psychic is would be extremely um scary for me uh do you believe psychics <sighs> not really but as I mean as much as I believe fortune cookies I guess like I don't want to so know so that's it. a 
well, most people don't believe fortune cookies at all. So, so are you saying you believe in fortune cookies? Uh, 10%. No, fortune cookies, 0%. Okay. Psychics, 10%. Um, the pattern app on my phone, 100%. Yeah, the pattern app is almost like a psychic. Yeah, I, I guess I'm less worried or less scared of technology and robots knowing about me than I am like spirits and the occult for some reason. Well, you're living in the right country because yeah. they've got it all, baby. They've got it all. For some reason that doesn't bother me. Like when I say something and then I get like a targeted ad right away, I think good. They know what I'm looking you, for. That Brian, I just, I, I can't relate to it. All I'm saying is I can't relate okay. to it because to me, if anybody was like, I'm mystical and I know your future, I mean, I'll hear I'll hear anybody out who tells me that, hmm. and I will enjoy it. I mean, I've gotten I once met a psychic like at a at a Halloween party who was there as like a fun joke for everybody, and I ended up sitting in her room and like connecting with her for like half an hour, and we both cried and like hugged each oh, other at the God. end of it. Like, I love psychics, and I will. I, and I will help the psychic out and I will be like, no, that's not exactly what's going on with me. This is, and they'll be like, thank you for telling me that because I did not know. I think mostly they're just sort of like intuitive. Yeah. 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 Which is, um, and sometimes not even that. I see that frightens me. Even people that are intuitive. Cause I just like to keep all my walls up and be completely inscrutable and no one can learn anything about me. And that's my comfort zone. Well, I, I think I'm very intuitive and like, I think I'm really good at reading people. And so I think it's fun when it's like, you know, like a tennis player, you want to play tennis with like someone as good as you. And I feel like the only people that are as, as good at like getting people, uh, as I am are psychics. <laughs> right. So you're saying that you're, you're psychic. You said that before on the podcast that you believe you have some psychic abilities. I just think, I think if I was like living in, I don't know, like, the old west and i needed something to like get myself through the day well, and yeah, like you've i aged, aged out of, out of prostitution. prostitution exactly <laughs> we both thought that at the exact same time you can be a madam or you can either be a madam or a psychic yeah. or really have fun and be both which is actually my dream job now that i think about it oh my god aggie's haunted brothel and you come and you can fuck the psychics well david milch has alzheimer's so someone needs to write deadwood season four he does yeah was the movie good? I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, Deadwood sees <laughs> Deadwood the movie too. It's colon Aggie's haunted brothel, and it's I'm in it. <laughs> You've written it, and you're in it, and it's, it's like, like a reality show. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this would be good. Uh, HBO, do you have you have Aggie and Brian on you the line? You have time. You have time for a meeting. HBO. They're expanding their slate. They need to compete with Netflix. They need all sorts of programming. You know, we have really have our finger on the pulse yeah. of the like entertainment industry. and the too old for prostitution relative youth market. I don't know what I would do in the old west. I would be strung up by my neck within the first day, probably. No, you wouldn't. Look at you. I You're could... a big burly man. You'd be a like you'd be a you'd probably be like the head of the town. Uh I don't know. I could probably like sweep up the saloon at the end of the day. It would be me and that you... like cerebral palsy lady. Well, it wouldn't necessarily have to be Deadwood. I have no other context. Well, the guy who hangs out with the cerebral palsy lady is like the star of the show. Oh, that's true. He's a he's a mean motherfucker. I don't know if I have it in me to be that mean, but I could try. 
Oh, I you know who I would be? I would be the secretly gay like merchant who is friends with Kim Dickens. Yeah. yeah. And I would be the one that's your friend. Okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just have to like be very quiet about my personal life. And I would be the one and I wait, she's not the one who's addicted to like no, that weird drug. She's the one who wants to I'm and I've only watched the first season. She's the one that wants to start her own um brothel. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. that is exactly the one I would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'd be friends. That's okay. us. Yeah. I'm come to actually we should go back That's there. Good. Let's yeah, go back I in time. Yeah, no, I want to start my own brothel too. Uh so I you know how there's all these stories in the news lately, I guess at this time of year about like people leaving their pets and their children in the cars. Yes, and, I hate and, those and, stories so stories. much, yes. Well, it happened to me what? with a bee. What? So a bee, I guess, came, went into my car like two days ago. I remember it coming into my car as I was opening the car door in my driveway, and I thought I like swatted it out, and then I didn't think about it for two days. And then I open like my car door to get in this morning, and in the little, like, you know, the little pocket in the in your door where you keep change or whatever there's a fucking dead bee in there he died I, like a dead and i had to i was afraid it would sting me even in death so i like got a napkin and like took it out gently and it was it had basically like turned to dust it was just hard and like it just crumbled in my hand that's so and disgusting. so a bee was in my car for like two days slowly dying and i didn't even know it how sad well you tried to help him yeah we had a bee in our car this morning it i guess it's bee season i don't know it freaked me out we and he, we rolled down the window and he flew away and then we rolled the window back up and we could still hear the buzzing. And I was like, oh my God, it's Amityville horror. What the fuck? And then when we got back in the car, it was a ladybug. What? There was a ladybug in there. So a bee meta- metamorphosized into a ladybug? No, the bee flew out. Oh, and then the ladybug's like. I, don't, I guess, I mean, I, I guess ladybugs make a buzzing sound when they fly around. I don't know. I've never heard one in like isolation. Well, there was a fucking bee and a ladybug in the car. So it was like a fucking. It's like a sh- regular Charlotte's Web. Disgusting like insect ridden. They were like the cutest bugs. Those are have. like the, the two. They're like the picnic instinct. bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're the bugs that are like fucking on shit. Ugh. Brain boots or whatever. Yeah. This. I mean, there was also an ant crawling on my leg yesterday. Ants are borderline. I mean, nobody likes them, but they've got like there are songs about them and things. That's true. Yeah. Um, they're also very strong. They can carry a lot more than their body weight. Yeah. In uh, Ellen Bernstein's. Uh, Bernstein's. Uh, You're making her more Jewish. I have to make everybody as Jewish as possible. In her memoir that I'm reading, she her first the preface is like her remembering being a little girl and looking at an ant carrying like an orange rind and feeling like God in that moment and thinking that she was so powerful that she could choose to help the ant or not, or just admire it. And that must be how God feels watching us or God can help us or not. But we just have to be thankful every day that he doesn't squish us. That's intense. It's fuck. It was way, it's way better than I expected it to be. (laughs) Yeah. With those celebrity memoirs, you never know. I mean, I don't care how bad they are. Like, the worse, the better, I say. But this one is actually good. She's a trained actress. I feel like she might have studied with Blythe at the actor's studio. They seem like they are they would have been peers. Yeah, I mean, I just... I, I was only able to get about 10 or 20 pages into it before my landlord found me in the courtyard and started screaming in my face about a vegetable stew that he was making for an hour, which trans- which turned into a conversation about, like the global economy, ag gag laws, 
and eventually his like weird Rothschild conspiracy theories and like oh, a boy. lot of theories he has about China. Oh my God. Yeah. So then, then that took like an hour and then my M- time was up. My landlord only talks to me about uh, gambling in um, Morongo and how he's pissed off that they don't sell booze before 11 a.m. I'd be pissed too. Yeah, I would be too. If Casino's I w- supposed to be 24 hour booze totally. factory, baby. That's why you go. Not on the reservation. 11 is still kind of early. Yeah, I think you could deal with it. But I mean, I feel like I've been to restaurants where you get, like if you went to fucking like uh, Moha or what's it called? Like mess hall at 9 a.m. Oh, yeah, you, you could get, get a mimosa sure. or something. Uh, all right, let's move on to news. Yeah. There was a couple big stories this week. Hit me. Okay. So the big Gwyneth news was like most Gwyneth news, it was definitely a molehill turned into a mountain. Uh, so it came, there was a town and country article that came out called Gwyneth Paltrow hired a personal book curator. Here's what he chose for her, her shelves. Yeah. And you were upset about the story. I saw you posted it on Instagram, but I'm not totally sure why. So th- this was like a he- sort of like headline clickbait. Cause it was basically just a, a little profile of this book curator. He, that's his profession. And one of the anecdotes he mentions is that back in 2001, so almost 20 years ago, he like Gwyneth Paltrow hired him when she moved houses or whatever. And he just like designed her bookshelves and like picked some books for her. Wait, Okay, sorry. Go on. I mean, I have questions already. And I also feel like we've discussed this. It sounds vaguely familiar to me. I don't... Oh, maybe. But, uh, okay. But this was just one of the anecdotes that he had. He was ta- he's like, this is he's a successful book curator. So he's worked... He says he's worked with also New York's Nomad Hotel, Laura Dern, Shonda Rhimes. But then, of course, because it's Gwyneth, everyone picks up on the little anecdote he said about Gwyneth. And then every other news outlet is like, Gwyneth uses a book curator. This is like Gwyneth's, you know. I hate this stupid fucking, I hate the culture. I hate society. I hate America. No offense. Because most people who listen are Americans and we're Americans too. It just pissed me off, you know. It's the Gwyneth industrial complex. and It's so- like he does the, I mean, look, is it stupid? Of course. But I mean. <laughs> It's not like there's worse uses for your extra millions, I guess. If you're Laura Dern is fucking low key goopy. Oh, she. I I mean, we have not plumbed the depths of the craziness that is Laura Dern because she seems sort of self aware because she was on that uh, Mike Mike White show. Oh yeah, but I don't think that her she's really that far off from that character. Yeah, like between this book curator and then obviously the Marianne Williamson history, uh, the friendship, and the she's friendship. a child, a true child of Hollywood, much like Gwyneth and me and you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not me. Uh, so yeah, so everyone, so Yahoo says in one of her most A-list moves yet, Gwyneth Paltrow once hired a personal book curator, which is 20 years ago. So it just, it was stupid that like they are going to use this as another cudgel to whip our queen down. And also like, it's, it's an example of how it like takes everybody down because you could just be writing a profile about this interesting guy who like has an interesting career that a lot of people don't have and... I would like to hear about him and why people use his service and how he came into it and what criteria he uses to pick books for different people. But instead, it's all just about like Gwyneth Paltrow being an idiot, which, again, hate to remind you mainstream, lamestream media. But Gwyneth Paltrow is smarter than you. That's why she's doing better. That's why you're talking about her and she doesn't know who the fuck you are. Hey, corporatist, neo-lib shills. Gwyneth Paltrow is the real queen. Well... Gwyneth Paltrow is 
she's definitely the queen queen of like neoliberal oh chills. Uh, yeah, I wonder how long she's gonna fundraise for Mayor Pete. I mean, as long he's gonna stay in for a while. I think money. just as long as like that's what she and her like that's like she. I I feel like now like she and her husband are making decisions together. But but her husband, as we know, is extremely liberal and does not like the idea of generational wealth. Yeah, but which put put your money where your mouth is. Like I want to see your kids working at McDonald's. Then he has kids. He has kids. Yeah, he has kids with another His previous the one who he was married to when he met Gwyneth. Oh my god! But um, he's super liberal. But then I know Ryan Murphy's a big Buddha judge guy. Oh, yeah. And so I feel like that's why they're doing all this fundraising for him. But Buttigieg is not super liberal for a Democrat. He's like a pretty, he's, yeah. he's a pretty conservative Democrat. For sure. Uh, so we'll see. It remains um, to be seen. The other hilarious, wonderful article that I loved reading and everyone should read too is the Mother Jones profile of Dr. Jennifer Gunter. And oh, <laughs> wait, did her fucking book come out yet or what? I, I think it's out in Canada. She always links to like Amazon.ca. So I don't know if you like. Does she live in Canada? No, she lives in the Bay Area. She lives in uh, Marin County, but she's from Canada. And I think her publishing deal is like a Canadian publisher. And same with her quote her, unquote television deal. Yeah, her web series. Her web series. Her but, funnier die. So this profile starts. She is, I guess, as she is like constantly in the big um, natural grocery store in Mill Valley, California, where she lives, just screaming at everybody. That sounds about right. And telling everyone how stupid these products are. Oh my God. And I imagine she's there like every day and the owner of the store has to be like, ma'am, you have to leave now. Wait, so she just runs in there and starts screaming? Yeah. Is someone filming? Well, this the, the this is for, for this, an article. Yeah, the Mother Jones reporter is like with her, like writing, you know, a profile of her. So. I would love to overhear it. So I would love to just be sneaking around listening to her and just talking like me and you were there and we we're just texting each other mean things i mean she ha- she has to do a like a book signing tour she, like we have to go if she goes to if she comes to la i'm more afraid of meeting her than gwyneth well she wouldn't i don't think she would recognize our faces she's more likely to than like any of the <laughs> yeah, good people true. i think uh we could stay in the back but she she's screaming what's wrong with the way the vagina smells there are no products here to make balls smell better yeah, they are. It's called fucking Spice. Axe body Old spray. Spice, which okay. I just called Spice, spice. by accident. <laughs> but whatever. It's called Soap. Yeah. Um, so she hates... I mean, she's right. I, I mean, I can't say... I, look, I do think that... I do think that that is inherently sexist, but whatever. Oh, no, totally. Um, so they talk about her book, The Vagina Bible, The Vulva and the Vagina, Separating the Myth from the Medicine. That's quite a title. Um, and then it talks about her appearance. It says, at five feet, 10 inches, even if you don't count her 2.5 inch blue leather heels. I don't. Gunter towers above me. <laughs> her, honey, her honey blonde curls spilling out over the collar of a puffy jacket. She always, dra- I mean, her fashion is wild. She has fun. She has fun. Um, She's oh, unafraid. And then she eyes a bar made with activated charcoal. So watch out, she says. Um why get upset about a useless product? Because it makes everybody stupider. Facts matter. And then she goes on to repeat how much of an expert she is. Yeah. Uh, about 12 to 55 times in the course of this article. I'm scared of her because I um, think she would just call me stupid. That Well, that's what she calls everyone on Twitter. And it also talks about like how active she is on Twitter. Yeah. And then she says, oh, you should never trust a doctor 
who writes a book who, she says who's selling things like a book she doesn't say book specifically because i think that would be so on the nose hypocritical but she's like doctors that sell products but i'm like you are selling the product of your brand the product of your book and the product of your stupid web series and that's why that's why you're online because you were not content actually just helping women in your practice yeah and so you had you had to make yourself a celebrity yeah you you i mean so own it just own it i mean she's right i would never you shouldn't buy like food or like health products from doctors it's i i agree with that except for like dr jart (laughs) Isn't that, that that's the CC the 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 original BB cream I think oh. and I don't know if that's even a real doctor Doctor Bronner Doctor Bronner he cannot I mean he is like a schizophrenic on the street judging by the copy on his bottles I can't believe that they like allow that shit in stores I mean it's like it's biblical right Doctor Bronner's like quotes it's biblical the quotes well I don't know they're sort of like weird like kind of biblical maybe like Mormon yeah, I don't I have know. No idea. And it all also like isn't really that good. No, I mean you. Everyone's read them because you're bored in the shower. I mean the soap isn't good. Oh no, it. I mean it the, dries you out. It's horrible. It smells like shit. I buy. I get it all the time, and I use it like I don't have it right now, but like at least once a year I'll buy a bottle of it. And just I can't like, use it. This. It will dry my skin out too much. It dries my skin out too. You know what I think I feel really bad about is when I first got BB, it said you could use it on your dog and I tried it on him and I think it was bad for his skin. Oh yeah. BB has sensitive skin. Yeah, he does. Um, so then Jen has her four steps to finding good health information online. The first one is follow d- me on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Don't jump straight to Google or web, WebMD. to learn the warning signs uh, meaning like any avoid any site that's anti-vax or promotes homeopathy, blah, blah, blah. Rule out websites that are trying to sell you things. Okay, that's... That's a good point. She's yeah. right. And find the experts, Me. which is her. Uh, she does have a good tip though. Some like pediatric institutions are actually fronts for like conservative Christian thought. For instance, the American College of Pediatricians is extremely anti-LGBT and is considered a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. So, so you got to do your research. Yeah. But I really feel like the best thing you can do is just like have a good doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's like on your insurance. If you ha- if you're lucky enough to have it. Yeah. I and mean, like just go just and like trust your like health and medicine. It shouldn't be a public conversation. That should be like a one-on-one thing. You and your doctor, doctor patient, that's it. Yeah. I mean, they don't I don't even think they should have like ads for prescription medicine on On TV. TV. No. That, I mean, that's big pharma. That I mean, that's part of the shit we need to get rid of. I mean, it's so bad. And they used to um they used to it, it was a huge deal when they first started doing it. Yeah, they, I mean, and I remember they used to have literal commercials for OxyContin. It would be well, like Well, why not? It's a drug you Are can you in get- pain? Talk Take, to your doctor about OxyContin. Yeah. It's crazy. And now they have, I mean, it's mostly like, I feel like rheumatoid arthritis and erectile dysfunction are like the big ones. Yeah, but I mean, it could be anything. Yeah. There's like antidepressants, yeah, all true. of it. Yeah, it's crazy that those things are it's on television. It's stupid. Because like, what are you going to do? Like go and ask yourself diagnose and ask your doctor for this medication you saw on TV? Like, And your doctor, I mean, is not directly getting paid by these drug companies, but they're, they're having, like when my mom was a registered nurse, she would have to go to like these seminars and it's basically like a timeshare seminar where drug reps are coming and trying to sell 
you on their products yeah. and then they give you like swag they give you like pens and notepads and stuff and they think that because of this like shit that you're getting you're going to actually like prescribe your patients this stuff and i guess it works and I, i'm sure it also works that like if you see an ad over and over again for a certain drug and then your doctor is talking to you about the different types of medication you can take for whatever it is and they say the name of something you've heard before that name recognition just like with fucking joe biden is gonna make you like all of a sudden you that medication has yep. a 30 point lead humira is the joe biden of rheumatoid arthritis medicine that is what we are saying here today <laughs> oh my god wow we've trashed biden we've trashed mayor pete we are a true dirtbag leftist podcast yeah now. we are we called out gwyneth paltrow's husband but not gwyneth paltrow herself no, never. and we're we love her and we love her wealth and we yeah. are proud of her we, for it. we want yeah we we want to protect her wealth of, at all costs. at all costs <laughs> that's why we give her as much money as we literally as much money as we humanly possibly can yeah which is not much but it's 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 the best we can do it's the best we can do right now yeah uh anything else before we move on to the old newsletters uh i have one Mm. quick side note and it's not even particularly interesting but i just thought i should it just like it, it bared mentioning i used Kula setting spray with a 15 spf uh for its intended purpose for the first time. So I've talked about it before. Kula is like non-toxic face mist that has an SPF and it's like, I've kind of used it. Um, It's been in goop. The brand has been in goop and I used it on top of my makeup to like set it, which is like the original reason I use it. Usually when like I walk my dog and I like don't want to put on a full like sunscreen yet. Mm -hmm. My, it, went on like a fucking oil slick my makeup was running down my face for the entire day i was like completely covered in i looked like my i dipped my face into a vat of oil (laughs) and was just like i was so shiny i was so like slippery because it was too hot out or is this this was the product it never dried on my face And it was, I mean, maybe I put too much. I don't know. But it was like, it was really weird. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think in this climate, oil, yeah, it's like everything's going to turn you into a slick. It wasn't sweat. It was the product. Oof. So like normally when I put it on my face, it like, I might like kind of press it in a little bit. But because I put it on over makeup, I didn't want to like rub it. Mm-hmm. So I just spray and it was supposed to be setting spray. That shit was really weird. Weird. Yeah. Well, buyer beware. It was weird. All right. Anyway, that was my only point. Uh, oh, you and you want to talk about your impending vegetarianism? Oh, sure. I didn't necessarily want oh, to yeah. talk about it, but um, I can. Yeah. I mean, I can, or I could save it for my list. Okay. Which let's say, yeah. I didn't put it on my list, but now that i think about it why not i'm throwing her on there all right cool yeah well then let's start uh aggie what was your best of the week okay my best of the week was the period essentials with gerda so shopping with gerda or shopping with a scientist gerda's whatever and i liked it because it was just old school classic goop trolling and goop this whole like these newsletters were a hundred percent trolling (laughs) goop was writing they 
went back to their base. They were talking Rolex. They were talking, you know, they were talking Louis Vuitton. Oh, yeah, Prada nylon bags. Prada bags. Nantucket clam bakes again. That was for us. I thought that's on my list. Yeah. But, um, but this was, I think, looking down the barrel of the shotgun directly at Jen Gunter and saying, we like organic cotton tampons and we don't give a shit what you say because she's, of course, like, you don't need... The, there's no study that says organic tampons are better, blah, blah, blah. And I... They also have on their... Um, cups which i actually think are better and prefer using i don't have i don't have one right now but they i used to and like they're cheaper and better for the environment but sorry brian i know you don't like to listen to no, this no i'm fascinated we got you are well that's maybe <laughs> overstating it but you're tolerating yeah, it yeah, yeah. um but so those were all really good points but they had like all these essential oils. They're like, rub these all over you. Oh, yeah, they specifically had a lavender one. And Jen is on record saying the only thing that is bad for your vulva, like all chemicals are good for your vulva and vagina, except lavender is an endocrine disruptor. So she specifically hates whenever any like natural thing has lavender in it. And they added that to the list. Really? I mean, you are not supposed to put it on your vulva to be clear. Like, so the, the essential oils aren't to be like used on your vagina. They're supposed to be used like, they kept saying like if you have cramps you can like rub it on your stomach uh, but like also just like rub it in your hand it's more like smelling salts like just because like you feel so shitty and it just like smells nice is like i think the main function it. of that and so yeah don't put any like oil essential oils on your vagina jen gunter says she puts five dollar face wa- wipes on there <laughs> she and she said the brand and everything and then people called her out and then she said i am not being paid by this brand what's this the brand the i wish it was it was whatever it was like purell or something and she said on twitter last night she's like i put these on my vulva and they're great and they're only five dollars that's so gross <laughs> <laughs> guys look up jen gunter's twitter from last night i was probably half asleep of course scrolling scrolling down jen gunter's twitter before i like drifted off and the last thing i read was about jen gunter's five dollar face wipes on her vulva <laughs> I'm looking at them. Oh my god. And then she had to say that they weren't it wasn't spawn. But it's spawn gone for her fucking shit on her yeah. vagina. But like that seems so like won't you get a yeast infection? Like, isn't the whole thing with your vagina that like the natural bacteria is good and like yes, wash it in the shower like normal, but like you don't need to like be putting extra like fucking shit on there? I thought so. But... That's what I thought too. I didn't know she <laughs> Oh my god, I'm trying so hard to find it, but like literally my thumb has been just like scrolling, scrolling, and I'm so much. three hours ago. I've gotten only to three hours ago, and it's only one. It's yeah, not even this, one o'clock. This was definitely a good like 15 hours ago, so you might okay. Be I mean, for a this while. is gonna probably I'll find it at the end of the yeah. podcast. Jesus Christ. Um. So meanwhile, well, Aggie's scrolling, which oh, oh god, it, I almost like posted it on our Instagram story, and then I was like, what the fuck? You should have. Oh my god. Uh. So my best was um an article called seven steps to calm an anxious mind. And it was selling a book, uh, called let that shit go by Nina Purewall and Kate Petru. And you know, I'm not a big like self-help book person. I usually will can read like 20 pages of one before throwing it across the room. I understand. Uh, and I, I'm not saying I'm going to read this one either, but I thought their steps were very good. And as an anxious person, 
Um, I thought that these were like some good, it was like a combination of stuff that you've heard a million times before and then stuff that you're like, oh, I guess I never really thought of it that way. So I liked it. Um, uh, the article in conjunction with the book is called How to Befriend Your Ruminating Mind. Yeah. And um, they talk about listening to your inner whispers. And this is, you know, something that you've heard before. If you're, wait, did you find it? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about it. I'm sorry. I'm just looking. Maybe she deleted it. I don't know. I'm like looking. Um, so uh, your the chatty mind is what you often as- associate with like busyness and rumination and anxiety. So it's like, you know, look at your observing mind. And once you are able to tune into your observing mind, that can like stop the chatty mind, blah, blah, blah. We've all heard this before. But it's good to, to brush up. Then breathe. Then feel everything. Uh, let go of shoulds, which I think is really important. Yeah. Can I just say yeah, real yeah, yeah. quick? Um, I just want to hop on while I'm literally <laughs> scrolling Twitter. And like, I just, this is like Aggie on Twitter variety hour, but this is my worst for no, re- even though I liked oh, it, yeah. I liked everything in this newsletter. And I just picked this for the sole, like just for the only reason that like in general, I find like self-help articles like give me anxiety because they're overwhelming and it's like not as good as like I'm lucky to be in therapy Mm. and like I just I always find that stuff to be like it's just like it's it sets me off course when people are like giving me like a kind of advice like that but what the thing about getting rid of shoulds I really responded to because that's something that I work on with my therapist all the time like in for real therapy she's always like there are no shoulds and like we always talk about that because I have I'm like oh I should do this or I should have done this and she's like there's no such thing like you just did what you did and like it's a huge thing for me it's probably a huge thing for a lot of people yeah but it's like so freeing that every time I say the word should in there she like stops me and she's like there is no such thing as should she's like you should breathe you should drink water you should eat when you're hungry Oh my God. I need to go to therapy. This sounds great. It's really, really, (laughs) really good. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best. Uh, Yeah. It was because I I think, especially like in, I don't know, in LA, you're like constantly comparing your careers to ever other people and whatever choice, like every choice you have made, you feel like you've taken the wrong choice down like a choose your own adventure novel and you're like at the end and going to die. Brian, other Brian found the tweet, I think. My assistant. Oh, yes. Sarah V. Sarah V, yeah. I use Sarah V cleanser for dry skin. <laughs> Breaking news. It's the funniest tweet. <laughs> Never. I mean, I guess that this is, I mean, look, Jen Gunter is like postmenopausal, like woman, I believe. Uh, yeah, probably. And like, not, I mean, that's not like a bitchy thing. It's just that, like, like dry chapped skin on your vulva is just not something that I've personally encountered. It's $5 and it's great. None of the products on poosh.com will do anything. Oh yeah. She's pissed off because poosh.com is selling like $18 vulva wipes. And she's like, bitch, I I saved $13. It's she uses CeraVe facial cleanser. Oh, it's not a wipe. It's just a cleanser. It's like a cleanser. So they sell like a soap for vagina, which I do think is kind of bullshit. And she said she uses CeraVe facial cleanser for dry skin. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I mean, she is an open book. That woman. I use CeraVe sunscreens for my face. Facial sunscreens. I've never heard sometimes. of CeraVe. It's like kind of like a less expensive. Um, but for some reason in my mind, I always believe non-toxic. Apparently it's not because Jen is Jen only likes on the toxic vulva. stuff. She loves toxic shit. Um, 
I. <laughs> so it's like it's like set like Cetaphil that that it's like a Cetaphil of, yeah. type thing, yeah. Because even Cetaphil is more than five bucks. Well, maybe she gets a small one. She only needs it for her <laughs> vagina. <laughs> oh, and then there's like a whole thread when people are accusing her of spawn. It's just a glorious spawn con yeah, for Sarah like, V. I am not getting paid by them. No, why would they pay for that? <laughs> yeah, they don't like, want. <laughs> that's like mixed messaging. <laughs> They're not like Sarah V. Perfect for your dry vulva. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh god, I really need to go to her book signing. I know. Oh my god, I am so scared. Of We're her. gonna have to like borrow her book from the library because I'm not buying it. I won't be able to get through it, but I do want to see what's in there. I know. I mean, I feel like we have to go to like Canada to find it. Probably. I mean, I just feel like there's gonna be a run on it. Like I, how it was like really hard to get Marianne's book when she announced. Oh god, is Jen gonna run for president in 2024? She, can't. she was born oh, in Canada. God, she'll probably run for like president of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Out overthrow. Justin Trudeau. Oh, I was going to say Thoreau. But this, we're all fucking up names today. It's yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> back on track. Back to business, guys. So, now uh, so yeah, I'm not. I mean, this is, you know, it could be your best. It could be your worst. But it was seven steps. And I'm sure therapy's better. But, but it's so I'm good, not in yeah. it right now. Yeah. Uh, so that was your worst. Yeah. Was that thing. Okay. My worst. Okay. My worst was specifically. Well, it was just in general. The Goop 15. I say cancel I hate it. That cancel always. it. It's not good. Sometimes it's okay when there's like nothing else to talk about for like when I have to pick a best or like a craziest and like I can't come up with anything. I usually can like get on that 15 and be like, I like this or I would buy this or I or like this is weird or something. Uh, Yeah, there hasn't been. I mean, I think historically there have been some like good ones and crazy ones. But lately in the past year or something, I feel like I have not found anything remotely interesting in the Goop 15. And like it's a combination of stuff that is obviously prohibitively expensive for most people. Mm -hmm. And then just stuff that's well, stuff that is spot that they get money for. Yeah. talking about showtime's the affair what? which is like their recommendation a show that is like ending and that no one is has been talking about for like five years and then it's like oh this sponsor this post was sponsored by showtime yeah. and you're like that's insane <laughs> and like why don't they pick like a new show like that kirsten dunst show is just premiering now like plug that i mean i think that they probably like they know their audience and like their audience is not their audience are people who are like don't watch TV and like don't know what's going on. They'll be like, oh yeah, I've been the meaning affair. to watch that, and then they remember that they really yeah. want to watch the affair, and then and they've, they've like watch. had a Showtime subscription for years and like don't. Oh, realize they've always that had it. Yeah. They don't even know they still have it. I'm, I'm which still is like frankly me. mad at my mom because she's she's had a Showtime subscription for like decades, and she does like she doesn't know her password, so she cannot give it to me. I have been through this for with this fucking HBO when HBO go, when it came out, Oh, this was a never it's ending impossible debate to get passwords from and, your parents. Well, my mom knew her password and then she would always forget it and reset it. And then I would be like, what did you change it to? And she would tell me the old one. I'd be like, no, you changed it. And then she would get confused again. And she had so many different ones that now it's just like permanently locked out of nobody knows what it is. I just got my own. Like we just have our own. Now. You might as well just spring. For it's it. just like, Ugh. you have to just, I don't know. I feel like you have to leave the nest when like your parents become too insane for you to like mooch off them anymore because they can no longer care for themselves and that's what happened to me it's more trouble to mooch off than to like just just pay the fucking 15 dollars so you don't have to call your it's like worth so much more than that to not have to ask my mom for any password ever again for the rest of my life 
so I just really want to watch that Kirsten Dunst show about multi-level marketing on Showtime. Oh, that does sound good. Look, I think I might have to spring for a Showtime subscription for a month or two. Yeah, yeah. that sounds really good. It looks, I mean, oh God, I love her and I love multi-level marketing. Not actual multi-level mm-hmm, marketing. Mm-hmm. I love the media about multi-level marketing. It sounds perfect. Love it, love it, love it. Um, but okay, so Goop 15, like I I love, this is historical Goop, Gwyneth in her kitchen, banging on her keys, like doing her recommendations. These people have, I don't think the people that contribute to this thing have ever even like met Gwyneth. Like they're so below her that I just do not want to hear their recommendations and not knowing if it's like a sponsored post or it's just some like weird, like 22 year old copy editor who uh, goes to like a fucking like meditation meditation seminar in the desert. Like I just don't like this stuff. I know. And I think that everything in Goop 100% is sponsored. Yeah. It's either sponsored or they are selling it. Yeah. Either sponsored or, yeah, or they're selling it or like maybe they'll get free tickets to some spa or like they, it's like, um, when I was a concierge at a hotel, you would just constantly, it was great. You constantly get like free shit because they would hope that. What's it called? Like you scratch my back, I scratch your, what's it yeah. called? A, uh, a, a symbiotic a quid relationship. Pro quo. A quid pro quo. Yeah. yeah. Collusion. Collusion. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's what good is. It's just pure collusion. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, I just say cancel the Goop 15. If it's not coming from Gwyneth or like one of the higher ups like Gene or Megan, I don't want to hear it. Couldn't agree more. Uh, what was your craziest or My saddest? craziest was just the, honestly, I don't know if it was really how crazy it was, but what first made me say crazy was the picture in the three ideas for styling summer's most versatile dress. It's a pretty you know, standard. I think they were going for like a blank slate and thinking that they were going to dress it up with their accessories. So it's just like a blue V-neck dress with a belt, like an A-line dress. And um, the model is wearing like white sneakers and holding a big old fucking really expensive looking black leather bag and wearing what I'm sure is like an incredibly expensive necklace as well. And like, she looks like she's doing like a hoedown dance or something like she's in the weirdest pose and like I can sort of see maybe their thing because I felt like they were definitely trying to be like remind the world that like they're fancy and they have like like designer shit with this newsletter oh yeah so I could see them sort of trying to go for like a like a high fashion like um is that what editorial is? Yeah, editorial. Yeah, like an editorial style, but it's very like commercial looking. Like, and the model is super commercial like looking. Like JCPenney catalog. I mean, she's wearing, it's a pretty like little sundress, but she's also wearing like white sneakers. It just looks goofy. I mean, it's a fine outfit. It's just like the pose I think is really weird. And I'm like, I don't know why they went with this picture. And then in the fucking article, they said something. It starts with like what I thought was one of the most annoying sentences I've ever read. With all due respect to the jumpsuit, the sundress was the original one and done before we said things like one and done. Like, no shit, Sherlock. Why are you even fucking writing that? Like, I don't tell me yeah, that. Before I, that, the the fig leaf was the original one and done. Well, yeah, I know. Before that, we were just naked or you were wearing fucking bare skin. Like, it's annoying because it's like, I know what a dress is. I just, I'm like, why are you even putting, so it's like, are you so self-conscious that you can't even write about a fucking dress without contrasting it with a goddamn fucking jumpsuit, which was like super trendy the, like the last couple of years? Like, is it like, you can't even just say like, it's summertime wear a fucking dress or like dresses are good because you, you, you think that someone is going to read that you, addresses a one piece and judge you because you didn't realize that you could also wear a jumpsuit instead i mean why are you pitting dresses against jumpsuits it's because they're insecure and also it's like that that like high school writing thing of like 
your essay starts with, you know, Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines a dress yes. as like well, a you know. thing that is one and done. <laughs> uh, that being said, it's a cute dress. $595. Oh, yeah. And then the other thing that they did, they decided to go ahead in this piece was suggest you pair it with a $22,000 Rolex. <laughs> oh, I didn't even catch that. Um, that's just like one of the accessories yeah. that they recommend that you pair with your with your sundress. Ugh, the anyone who owns a Rolex needs to be guillotined. Exactly. Well, my mom and my dad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but like, that's a fucking, like, literally rob them. Like, mug them. They deserve I to. Constantly. <laughs> I shake that like, bitch down this as is, every chance I mean, I get. this is the 1% at its worst. Just fucking kill them all. Okay, I'm not advocating for anyone to kill anyone. Just, I want that on the record. It was uh, hyperbole. And parody loss. Do you do you want to kill my parents? Absolutely not. Your parents are lovely. Do you they let me they let I'm, me use their pool. Do you think that I am Brett Kavanaugh? Uh well no, because you didn't audition for the Supreme Court. You know your Is place. that the only <laughs> <laughs> We don't like live on a compound or anything. No, no. Hey, you know what? The baby boomers got lucky by their Time of birth, the economy was going well. They saved their money. Good for them. That's what I say. You know, the sixties, it was a different time. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on. Yeah, let's from move the on, please. Death threats. Um oh my God. and also from like revealing our like <laughs> like that where we are like our our, our, our Falchuk like generational wealth. Exactly, our generational wealth. Um I don't have generational wealth. Oh, I know. I'm in your apartment with no air conditioning. Well, I have air conditioning, yeah. but we'll hear it on the thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So. Oh, so next? that was your craziest. <laughs> so that was my craziest. So my craziest was, guys, I listened to the whole Goop, Goop Fellas podcast this week, and it was crazy. Uh, they had a woman named Dion Capaldi, who now just goes by the initial V, and she cured herself of multiple sclerosis by eating paleo. So she also goes by the name Paleo Boss. Okay. So she has several um, pseudonyms. Names. Yeah. But what's her legal name? The Dion letter Dion Capaldi. No, I don't think there's a V involved in her birth name. Uh, and she's truly crazy. Like, she reminded me of like, um, a f- like a real fast talker. Like, I don't know, like a Bethany Frankel or like a millionaire matchmaker or something. Like someone who just couldn't stop talking. And I mean, she does have like a, a crazy story. She got diagnosed with MS um, when she was in her thirties, but because she was like a tech millionaire, she was able mm-hmm. to like do all these treatments, but her husband and her daughter left her like as she was deteriorating. But then she, um, she was living, I guess on the East coast, but she moved to Venice beach and became a yoga instructor. But then she kept falling down because of her MS. So she had to stop that. Oh but then God. she went to Burning Man when she was suicidal. And Burning Man changed her life. And she learned to be paleo. And then she got hooked up with Dr. Terry Walls. Was she at Burning Man too? <laughs> no, I think she just like knew about her because of MS stuff. Terry Walls diet is like paleo times a thousand. Yeah. And it's so scary. It's just eating like beef hearts like raw beef hearts and collard greens aggie introduced me to terry walls and i don't think she's ever been profiled on goop but go to her instagram it's just dr terry walls it's so she's like i love her because she's, she's never been on goop i don't think so but um so 
but Seamus and um and what's his face were talking to this lady. <laughs> Will Cole. Yeah, that guy. Um, and then so okay, so this is the story. So she starts the walls protocol after going to Burning Man. She cures herself of MS. Oh, and then she's like, oh, I also have Epstein Barr, Hashimoto's, and probably Lyme disease. <laughs> Self-diagnosed. So, oh, she said she was. She went to one appointment. And they said, and probably, probably that's what she says. Well, some diseases are like that. They have to just sort of guess because yeah. they don't, that it's not a blood test for everything. Um, so then, okay. So then after she had spent all of her tech millions on treatments that didn't work, she did, she did walls protocol. It worked. She can walk again. But now she says she sold all of her possessions and became voluntarily homeless. This is her what? words. Because she, um, she went to Burning Man. She, yeah, went to Burning Man. And her MS community bought her a van. And so now she drives around a van, in a van for years. She's done this. And she just sleeps on people that she saved from MS. She sleeps on their couches. And um, Is she like the new Jesus? Yeah, she's the new Jesus. And then she kept just talking and talking and talking. And finally, Seamus and Will just had to play the theme music and fade her out. Because <laughs> she literally didn't <laughs> stop talking. And then they were like, whew, what a conversation. Let's change the subject. It was what crazy. The they, they did not end the conversation. They literally started playing the theme music and just faded her out. They just played her off like at the Oscars yeah. when you go over 30 seconds. Like the cane and the live from the Apollo. They yeah, exactly. Like, like a clown came dancing yeah. on and like beat her. It was so intense. Oh my God. So go to paleobosslady.com and hey, maybe let her crash on your couch for a night that's what they fucking get those are the kinds of guests that they're getting on these podcasts the only people that are getting any kind of quality guests of course are the beauty closet uh what's her fucking name has to get the popular girl from college these guys have this crazy van woman v for van van, (laughs) like these nobody wants to talk to these fucking people no i mean I listened to like the first five minutes of the beauty closet. They had like an ex stripper who became a makeup artist who seemed, she was like one of Jean's friends from the nineties, I think. Holy fuck. Okay. So the fucking beauty closet, I have so much to say about it. Oh, did you listen to the whole thing? Well, it's wait, are we moving on to the next one? Yeah, let's move on. Okay. So my next one. So this was the one that I was like, Oh, whatever. I'll get to this in one second. But like the, I said, I would try listening to the podcast (laughs) because I said the best of the week was the period essentials because I was so proud of that for like throwing shade to what's her name fucking a Jen Gunter but um my true best like the thing that inspired me of course always has been always will be they had an interview with um a fucking like amazing plastic surgeon like the greatest plastic surgeon who's ever lived oh this is this must be last week's beauty closet I don't yeah I think it was last week's beauty closet but the it was in this week's email oh yeah they had the little questionnaire so they did like a full questionnaire yes and it was so good they were like what's your favorite type of surgery to do? And he said his favorite surgery was a facelift with eye rejuvenation. <laughs> and um, he does the thing that I want that I'm obsessed with where it's like little tucks, little shots. He's got a new thing called threading, but it's not like threading like hair removal. It's like a new type of facelift thing called threading. And he's this like genius guy and he's from Chicago and I like Dr. Julius Few. That's a great name. Yeah. Dr. Julius Few. And I liked it. And Megan on the podcast pointed out there are not too many black plastic surgeons. Mm. That's something she said. And she was like, so that was notable. And although I did work for a black plastic surgeon very briefly writing for his website. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, but I this is what I am 
or actually he was like a, doma- a dermatologist but he was like very cosmetically oriented yeah dermatologists always have to do sort of both cosmetic and melanoma <laughs> it's like yeah, a double it's like they cover cover all your bases yeah. but I was just like enthralled with this man and like all of the wisdom he had about the shots and the surgeries and the eye lifts and how like you can go your entire life now and never even have a plastic surgery because you just are getting all these little treatments and I I need it so bad and I want like I want a fucking Williamson administration where the new Obamacare Williamson care covers fucking doctor fused treatments. Like I, w- I need it. I can't afford it. I need it for free. I know. Cause even Bernie's Medicare for all doesn't go far enough with cosmetic it doesn't procedures. Go far enough because they don't do cosmetic procedures. We need Marianne, Marianne and if they care. put, I'm telling you if they put fucking plastic surgery on there, everybody would oh, be a Democrat. Every rich Republican would go to Medicare for all. Yes. They would all switch to Medicare. for all. This oh my God, you, go you get the fucking aisle. free Botox. Yeah. Yes. This is the platform that we should run on. This is the platform. This is 2020. Put Botox on Medicare for all and fucking face threading the the innovative new procedure created by Dr. Few and whatever the fuck else he's got going on in Chicago. And he's also got offices here in L.A. and one in New York. Oh, man. I was like, I was so enthralled with this beautiful interview that I, for the first time ever, fired up a beauty closet Mm. and it takes a lot for me to listen to any Goop podcast because even Beauty Closet is Megan and Jean, obviously our two favorite, favorite Goop contributors. I still and I still had not listened to it. So you'd never because I had they're never good, listened I, to I listen a, a single bit. second. Of it. I mean, like every new podcaster, it takes a while. They're getting better. They're good. They're good. I like them. They're getting good. They start by being like. They have a little spiel. Jean is like, we do hair care and self care and like, haha. And then Megan says something and then they inter- they get right into it. So I had, ju- I truly barely had a chance to listen to any of it uh, because I like didn't even realize it existed until like 1155. <laughs> but I will listen to the whole thing. And I was really, really into this. And I think it's good that they're publishing their questionnaires on the newsletter. So people who aren't normally going to listen to their podcast, maybe will start listening to the podcast. Yeah. If there's one thing Goop knows how to do, it's marketing. And I would never listen to any Goop podcasts unless it was an accident or a joke. But this one just fell in my lap. And I said, how can I not? And I'm glad that I did it. I, I listened to very few. This one, which I've heard five minutes of, and I actually don't even know if they got to the guest or if they were just describing his. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I don't think they even had really gotten to him yet. But so far, this is the second best one I've ever heard. The first best one, obviously, with Oprah. The first wow. one. Oh, wow. So this is the second best of all the, the podcast network of everyone, not just Beauty Closet. Well, it would have to be because oh, I've never listened to any other one. But um, I did. I really did like the Marianne episode a long time ago. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and listen mm. to that because that was before I knew like that I loved Marianne. Yeah, Marianne was, I think she was just an Elise guest. She wasn't even a Gwyneth guest at that point. She was not yeah. a Gwyneth guest. I went back and checked. But um, it just goes to show like sometimes like the thing that you want has been right there in front of you this whole time, but you never thought to look. Like Marianne was right there just like on the Goop podcast. Yeah. And I just never even considered listening to it. And now that's the beauty of podcasts. You can go back and listen to old episodes. Except for I can't find it because there are too many. <laughs> well, you could do like a search function. I'll find a way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, the thing with those questionnaires, they keep asking what 
people's neon signs are and they're all so stupid no his is good his is be present it's it's be present be in the present in the present (laughs) i mean that's that's a a, good one i guess it's a little trite well they're all trite if you look at them that way (laughs) but then that's the thing it's all trite but then you shift your perspective and you're like oh it makes sense sure i mean isn't that's the entire point of like the entire point of like all spiritual practice is to be in the present. And I guess that's the whole point of plastic surgery is eternal youth. The, You're in the, well, the no, Those are different. I guess so. Cause like that's living in the past. No, it's neither. It's just like lying about your age and okay. like <laughs> trying to look hot. Uh, um, so my try thing I would try is they had a little article called four creamy and shockingly vegan salad dressings. Oh yeah. Yeah. So sorry. Mm. Remember when I was like, Oh, I'll get to it later. My thing about how I don't want to eat meat anymore. And me and Brian, other Brian are like cutting hard, hard, hard back on meat because, um, of the environment. Um, so I did, I was going to say like, I could have put this, I really like this too. I almost put it on my try, but then I was like, I have to have room for all of these things. Yeah. And so it ended up getting bumped, but I did really like this and it almost was my try. It was good. I mean, that's the beauty of having two hosts to goop yourself. That's right. Twice as many tries. Yep. Uh, this, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, the specific salad dressing I would want to eat from this list is the cashew satay dressing. Uh, so the, what's great about this article is they have like an Italian one, a Mexican one, an Asian one. It was like any, any type of food that you're going to cook. Um, there's a vegan dressing to go along with it. But, um, I do love like a peanut style dressing on veggies or noodles or tofu or whatever, especially if I'm having like vegan food. Um, and this one is so it's easy for like a homemade salad dressing. It's just garlic, ginger, lime juice, sesame oil, and then water. They say cashew butter, but you could put peanut butter on whatever, or just like the nuts and put them in a blender, I guess. Sriracha, grapeseed oil, and salt. That's it. Easy peasy. Yeah. You pretty much have all those ingredients at home. Yeah. And I love things like this because it's always been a fantasy of mine that I'm a person who has um, like restaurant style, like squeezy containers mm. of like various sauces. And then... I just whip up like a batch of roasted vegetables and like some whole grain. And then I just put one of the sauces on it and I've got this like ready-made meal for, for the week and it can be like different flavor. I spice it up with different sauces. This is my dream. Have I achieved it? Never. Will I probably not, but like I could definitely see having like these four in there and just being like, what is, what's it going to be today? Totally. Yeah. Vegan ranch, vegan, creamy Italian, vegan chipotle and vegan cashew satay. Like literally what else do you need? Nothing. Uh, I did make, like a ranch, not vegan. I should make a vegan one. Um, just from like Hidden Valley, the packet. Yummy, yummy. It's so fucking good. I know. It's so good. It makes me eat more vegetables to just be able to douse them in ranch. It's good for That's me. That's what they say on the commercials. Yeah, They're it's like, true. this is how kids eat their veggies. Like raw broccoli, give it to me. With, With ranch? ranch? Yeah. I'll like eat candy. a fucking whole head of it. That's so good. Oh, but yeah, I, I, need, a, I need to do more vegan. Yeah. I made a huge ass ratatouille last night. Mm. So good. I went to the farmer's market. Last week, I bought all that shit. Peppers, tomatoes, yeah. I mean, little eggplants, zucchini. Uh, did it bring a, a tear to your eye like in the movie? It made me happy because I was thinking of Stephen Gundry and how like triggered he would be. And I kept feeling like a real like edgelord for the Gundrys out yeah, there. Yeah, it's a nightshade bonanza. It was a, and it, and it was truly so much like there's like so much of it in my fridge. Oh my God. He would 
Yeah, he would be triggered. He would need a safe space. Yeah, I know, Steven. You need a safe <laughs> a little snowflake. space. Yeah, you need to go to your fucking clinic in Vermont or whatever, wherever you live. And you uh, need a fucking ca- calves liver. We need to be more edgy on this podcast to grow our audience. How, you literally just scream that you want to behead <laughs> everybody true. with a Rolex. And you want to kill all rich people. Yeah. Okay, I didn't mean that, guys. Comedy. Um, but you're right. I did say that. So hopefully we won't be dragged off to the gulag. Oh. No, the gulag would like, oh, yeah. wouldn't have to go What's to the, the gulag. What's the right wing gulag? The, Just like the regular I, jail. Yeah. Oh my God. Sorry. Right, you it. asked and I answered. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, what would you buy? Uh, let's see here. Oh, I would buy. Oh yeah. So the guy from the podcast, um, Dr. F- What's his name? I already forgot. Him. I love him so much. But I can't Dr. Faye. Dr. Will Cole? Who? No, the guy that I was just talking about who, oh. like, I love him. He's, like, a plastic surgeon. Oh, Few. Dr. Few. Julius Dr. Few has this thing that you can get, and it's called the TFI Black Card, and it's, a like, a a credit card. For, it's, like, a gift card for his, um, like, clinic. His, oh, cool. And, like, your, like, sugar daddy or whatever will give it to you as a gift, and you can just go and get whatever you want. Would – if you got that as a gift – you would like that. That would not, you would not, uh, yeah, because you want it. So it's not, it wouldn't be like insulting if someone was like, if Brian, for instance, was like, if Brian gave me that gift, black card. I, there is no telling how I would, I would probably cry tears of joy. And I, for every time I looked at it, and I would be like, I finally realized you really do love me. That's what it would take. <laughs> Wow. Because so, my love language is gifts and the only gift I want is the TFI black card. So ooh, that I is mean, rough to have a partner whose love language is, is gifts. Yeah. I tell feel, me about I it. Not hard. me, but tell him he's fine. He just like, he just pretends that it's not, <laughs> he doesn't believe in it anyway. He's a skeptic. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, that sounds good. I mean, God, we're all getting older. Dr. Yeah. Few. I mean, yeah, we just need Marianne care. Mm-hmm. Uh, get her to 2% guys. Get her to the next debate. Wait, have you said on here what your love language is before? What are the choices? Gifts, words of affirmation, quality time, quality time and like yeah. touch, physical touch. Oof, definitely not. Quality time. <laughs> quality time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's like I bought, um, I like I'm kidnapping John and forcing him go- to go to a Lana Del Rey concert with me. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Quality time. I bought the tickets and then informed him that he was going with me. Do you so, know what his is? Uh, his is probably, I, I would have to ask him. Um, maybe words of affirmation. He's definitely more physical touch than me. I, neither of us are gifts. That's for sure. Thank God. Cause we can't. <laughs> well, they don't have to be expensive gifts. They just have to be thoughtful, but that's true. hitting that mark is a <laughs> trick. It's a, it's a fucking, uh, landmines. The, yeah. That's the, that's a, it's a field of landmines. But, um, yeah, I think Brian's is, uh, words of affirmation too. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the easiest one. Well, I, I asked him several times and he's like, I don't know. And I was like, I like made him pick one. So, he forced <laughs> him. so now you just have to give him words of affirmation, even though he doesn't care. I think his is gifts too, secretly. Whoa. And the gifts are, and he just wants gifts of like board games and like video games and stuff. Oh yeah. I can see that. I love <laughs> how we're talking about him and he's literally two feet away from I us. I know he's right there, but it's like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Like it's a podcast. Yeah. We got to incorporate our real lives. And- I mean, so that we seem relatable. Yep. Uh, so the thing I would buy is the Megan tries it. It is a skin perfecting miracle bomb called eight faces. And she has, I feel like she has told the story before, but she got burned 
yeah, from yeah. when she was making when, salmon. Her wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, yeah. Um, so she got this Eight Faces bomb and she started putting it on her scar and like within eight weeks the scar got better and i i have a very big scar across my stomach from getting um uh my appendix had burst and so i'd like had to get like sucked out uh and i did not take care like it's still very big but i'm thinking even all these years later maybe if i get this bomb and i make a habit of putting it on i can repair my scar because it's well, not I'm not even self conscious about it though. You shouldn't be self conscious about it, but if you if you really want that, you're gonna need the fucking black card. Oh, I do. Yeah, like an ointment. I don't think it's not gonna do. I it. don't think it'll take. Yeah. I don't think for like a surgical scar like that. That's like I think you would have to get it. Like I need laser. the black card, and it's weird how because like I'll um occasionally audition for commercials, and they usually will need sometimes like a chubby, funny guy more often than not, like with their shirt off. And this I've, whole goddamn so, system is disgusting. And I have, I've had to tell them not to even send, cause it's pointless with the scar. No one's going to hire me even as like, I'm too That's disgusting. That's not necessarily true though. I mean like, no, it's not going to happen, but it's fine. I don't, I don't want to do it anyway. Yeah. I don't blame you. It's, it would be, it's humiliating. The whole, all of life is humiliating. Yeah. Uh, don't be an actor, you guys. Oh my God. I am. Don't call me that. I literally, it's a side, a side gig. I know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm not an actor. Even though I went to theater school, uh, spent all my generational wealth on that. Well, you got to spend it on something. Uh, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Okay. Thank you guys for bearing with us while we literally alienate. Well, who did we alienate? We alienated the rich people. Those are the people that we want to That's like true. us the most. That's true. Yeah. Like, this is a podcast about how much we love wealth and want, desire it. That's true. God. Wow. We We're really part are part of the problem. We are part of the problem, but that's okay. Not yeah. everyone can be part of the solution. That's right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the podcast and rate us five stars. Give us a nice review. It helps people find the podcast. Um, if you really like us, join our Patreon and help us become one of the 1%. Yeah, we're not going to get to that Rolex without you. So yeah. you can either join at the $1 or $5 level. <laughs> we have um, at the $1 level, we do a newsletter. $5, we do a newsletter. And every month we do a bonus podcast which we are gonna have to record very soon we gotta figure out what our bonus is god i hope dr gunter comes for a book signing because that would be a perfect field trip oh but that would be amazing or maybe just like go to her house and like break in and (laughs) kidnap her no stop (laughs) parody laws parody uh also, listen to the experts with Aggie Hewitt oh, and yeah. Irene Marquette. Um, yeah. They just finished an amazing series on Anna Nicole Smith. Thanks, Brian. Uh, it was so good. And their new series is starting soon. Yeah, about erotica. So get ready to get perverted. And your other podcast is also incredible. I had so much fun listening to your most recent one with where you talked about um, the Valley of the Dolls. Valley of the Dolls with... Uh, one of my favorite film critics, Alonzo Duraldi, came on, and um, the podcast is called High Camp. Every week, we talk about a different old gay movie. Uh, this coming week, I'm going to have a great episode where we talk about Imitation of Life, starring my second favorite, Lana Turner. Perfect. I mm. just, I had, sorry, we're ending the podcast, but just real fast, that mm. the Valley of the Dolls one, two things. He's an incredible critic because I've always kind of hated that movie, but like you guys articulated why and like it was like really fun to listen to and like uh, to like put together like 
okay, like what's going on here? And your conversation at the beginning about euphoria was like euphoria. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Was like one of those moments when you're like listening to a podcast, but like screaming back because you want to be in the conversation so bad because like you want to talk about euphoria too. Oh, cool. So, or whatever it could be. But it was just like really good. It's a really good podcast. You guys, you should really listen to it. Thank you, Aggie. That's so nice. I, you know how it goes. I like it. Uh, all right. Well, that does it. Um, okay. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.